Okay, I did it. I did it. I did it. I did it. <laughs> fucking scary. Fucking scary. Um, but sort of went good. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I feel uh, a bit shaky. Um, obviously, they knew that was my first time. And um, yeah. So they were supportive. But it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Jeez, okay. I need to go inside again and listen to the last person. When you listen to Jerry Seinfeld, he felt like a comedian after doing his first gig. I have to do another talk. Um, on my way back home now. Um, yeah, it was fun. Some people came up to me afterwards saying I was good. They didn't believe it was my first time. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's scary, 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 scary. But he felt like he was part of the he was part of the people who went up there and did the show, and it was just a, it was one of the comedians. Okay. You know, he didn't need to uh, you need to have something special. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say like you need to get paid to be a comedian, no? I don't know. I think, you know, when... I don't know when you can start calling yourself a comedian. Uh, is it like when your full-time employment is from comedy that you don't need to do anything else? Like, people expect from a comedian to deliver the goods mm. the same way that um, you call an electrician because you want, you want him to fix uh, yeah. electricity. And comedian has to, on command, show up Make people laugh, leave, you know? Mm. But I think also is that something that is with all creative uh, fields? Since I do, uh, like I work as a video director, I mean, just for me to say that also feels a little bit cringe because when do you call yourself a video director? I've been, that has been my main source of income for a long time, but still I don't have a Netflix show or I haven't won any Academy Awards or not even any Swedish awards. So, I mean, am I am I a video director then? Or if I just publish videos on YouTube and no one watches them, am I still a video director? I loved how you just showed me a way that even when I have full income from comedy, <laughs> I'll still be able to feel miserable. Yeah, that's, I mean, <laughs> that's my life also. <laughs> Thank you, Clara. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So so hold on a second. Like so even when you've made full income like it was your main source of income for years, mm. it's still cringy to call yourself a video director. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> when does this end? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So it never <laughs> stops. Cuz I was hoping that you could mentor me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on well, feeling professional. <laughs> that I cannot uh but I can mentor you in like creative anxiety. <laughs> that I have a lot. <laughs> no, I mean for me at least it, it never stops. And also when I when I reach one goal, I I I'm like woohoo, and then I put the next put put up the next goal. So it continues all of all the time. So what was what was your next goal in 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 video directing? At this stage, <clears throat> I mean, since I was let go. <laughs> I mean, before before that. No, but I mean, uh, I think uh, to be honest, m- the job that I got was a, a a big step. Like it was one uh, 
a dream come true, yeah. basically. Okay. Uh, so that made it suck uh, even a little bit more to get laid off. Um, so, but I think uh, before that job in in Sweden, I had my own production company. So, uh, and now I'm I'm starting up a a, a company again okay. together with a Swiss friend of mine here in Switzerland. Uh-huh. So, um, obviously, uh, the goal now is is to to get clients for that uh, creative studio and. Um, and get that up and running and make my be able to support myself out of that. Okay. Uh, so that is the first goal. Uh, and then like the first goal is to just get enough money each month to pay the rent, but then the second goal is to earn at least as much money as I earned as an employee and then obviously yeah. more. So then I sort of value myself in money. <laughs> <laughs> But at least you feel enough like a, a creative director that you feel you can acquire clients that it's possible, you know? Yeah, or... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also dreaming at my first comedy Netflix special. Uh, uh, we all do, don't <laughs> we? Get in line. Get in line, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so, I mean, yes, I feel that I'm, I'm, I'm capable of doing that, but I don't know if that is a, a hint if I actually can do it or if it's just a... The big ego talking. <laughs> so someone told me that December 2019 was a special month, that something changed for you. Who then. told you? Well, a little bird called producer Katarina. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. Yeah. This damn producer. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so I was wondering a little bit about that. What happened and, and what did that lead into so the december was very fruitful month uh, in terms of gigs um is it always like that in december or was this special no but it was the first year that uh, you know several uh, producers uh, you know were putting big shows okay so there were there was a, a particularly intense um concentration of big shows okay And at the same time, a friend of mine started to have more corporate bookings mm-hmm. for Christmas uh, events. Um, I had my own p- uh, corporate booking as well. <laughs> I'm laughing because it was like <laughs> it was in a dining room with 12 people. <laughs> But hey, every booking counts. <laughs> Look at that, someone's house. <laughs> Not the sexiest one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good month, December. <laughs> it was a, but the other ones, the one that that <laughs> <laughs> everything changed. That were booked through my friend were pretty good. Okay. okay, they were pretty amazing. It was the first time where I felt, wow, like people are are paying for a service, mm-hmm. and I am delivering on that service. This was the first time where I felt completely legitimate that. Oh, I can do the job. Yeah. And I can also talk to companies saying that I can do the job mm. with with confidence mm. and not, you know, not having to force it like, mm. oh, I'm just going to pretend, you know, <laughs> fake it till you make it. <laughs> um, My normal state. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people's states, actually. And it's not like, you know, before I was feeling some kind of legitimacy. I'm like, okay, we're doing, you know, we're doing a, a good job. Sometimes we're doing a great job. Uh, it's rare that we fuck up now, you mm. know? So, like, kind of felt... Um, we, as in you and... 
and other comedians when okay. we you know when we do a show because yeah. usually even if stand up is alone it's it's uh the show is what everybody does okay to the audience you yeah. know like some from the opener to the headliner mm. this is the show so i view it as a team effort okay um and you know so i i had had some some confidence but like really last december was was the first time where i felt hmm i you know i i have some legitimacy in there like i still unsure if i can call myself a comedian but definitely like not scared to to knock on doors uh of companies to say hey you know if you're looking for entertainment uh or tell people you know at dinner parties uh that this is what i'm doing mm -hmm. like i didn't want to talk about it for years mm -hmm. Because what if they say, "Oh, tell us a joke," or it's the worst? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like, ah. it's still the worst, yeah. actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then after December, you felt that okay, I'm sort of doing this. I mean, maybe not. You were not at the state where you decided to quit your job, but you were still feeling that I am actually doing this. This yeah. is something that I do. And you know the decision to quit my job it's not you know 100% related to that but that definitely came into the the picture. Mm. So you didn't decide in December to quit your job. No. No. no I didn't think I was no, no. I was <laughs> I was miles away <laughs> from uh even you know I mean who could have thought about what two, 2020 was going to be right? No. Crazy. Yeah. But I definitely started to get a sense of impatience of, oh, I want to do this more, you mm. know? Like, I just want, I, I really want to, to be in front of people and not just, not just comedy. Mm. I love, I love giving trainings uh, at, at uh, EF uh, events, you know, I've, I've always, I've always loved being on stage, um, I've had to do plenary session talks for 400 people, you know, and that that kind of after December, I was like, oh, this is really what I want to do. Like, this is where I'd like to go. Mm. And I was getting, you know, more impatient for oh, I just want more opportunities to to be on stage and talk to people. Yeah. Um, and that was that was a, a big change. Whereas, you know, before that, I I. I kind of wanted to to be on stage, but also a bit afraid or, you know, not pushing it. Mm. And it was really a turning point of, hey. <laughs> When Hello. I don't know how to explain it, I say, I say hey. <laughs> Hello, Ben. Hello. Hello, Clara. <laughs> I don't know. Do you get it? <laughs> not really. Not really. Okay. <laughs> Turning point of uh, yeah, I feel I feel legit. Not only do I feel legitimate, uh, I feel I can confidently talk about myself uh, doing these things, uh, and I want to do it more. So then, but if that was not the only reason why you quit your job, like why did you decided to to quit your job? I, I mean, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you were, I mean, you were on the receiving end mm. of the... 2020. Of the <laughs> 2020. But, and nobody wants to hear that story, <laughs> but it's it's also not pleasant to be on the on the other side of it as well. No. Uh, and, and to say goodbye to so many people. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, it it shook me. Mm. It was a big earthquake in my, you know, in my mental life of, uh, uh, and also my professional life. Thinking what, what is happening, and and also, what do I want to do? You know, I thought, okay, I'm also forty. Maybe it's you know last call. <laughs> Last call for what? <laughs> Last call to you know to try something else. Huh? I really think you can you can try something else any time in your life. I actually I really believe in that. Yeah, but you still. But get the stressed. earlier you do it, <laughs> the, the better. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you felt that little bit time pressure or like yeah now or never sort of. Yeah, yeah, I felt that. Mm. I felt a now or never. In the worst possible time, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like a challenge. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> but that I, uh, I'm impressed by that. I think that is really cool. For, for me, I didn't have much of a choice. Like I didn't get to choose, right? I actually want to ask you something because, as you said, okay, at least you made the decision. But when I saw, even when having made the decision, I realized how much. S- you know someone's livelihood is so much part of their identity mm-hmm. and i felt so broken <clears throat> after it and and i and i really felt wow like i'm i'm feeling all this when i chose mm. and then i started to feel but how must must it have been for for the ones who didn't choose and now i have the opportunity to ask you mm. i i mean for me i think it's a little bit um easier uh, than f- maybe for other people first of all i hadn't worked for that long for the company okay a year and a half okay um <clears throat> and second of all i before that i started work for the company i was always a freelancer so mm. I, this was my first time being an employee ah okay yeah so uh, i've always been living in this uh, uncertainty or whatever as you do as a freelancer or an entrepreneur yeah so i'm kind of used to that but what was the 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 big punch for me was that i've sort of felt that okay i'm gonna be an employee and i'm I'm gonna do this now and i'm gonna do this for 10 15 years and i'm gonna devote myself for this company because i liked what they stand for and uh, i i felt that there was a uh, opportunity for me to to um, make a difference in, in within the company within video uh, communication and and visual communication. So I really was, you know, almost like when you meet a, a partner and you you give your heart to the partner and then he just fucks you over. Right. So so that was my feeling a little bit that it was a bit typical that once I decided to actually. Tied a knot. <laughs> Commit. <laughs> Commit. Uh, I, I, I was kicked out. Um, but then also I struggled a lot with um, um, shame. Um, because yeah. shame of being the one who was let go and, and uh, also moving from another country. And I had all these dreams and ideas that I was going to be with this company forever and I did this big sacrifice with moving from my home country to do this so I sort of felt a little bit like 
you know, when you like uh, have the tail between your legs and you're like, oh, okay, mm. that didn't work out. Um, if that reassures you, there's also a lot of shame when you make the decision. <laughs> yeah, why is that? Because, uh, okay, if I had made the decision, you know, to go for like some other amazing job or, but there's a bit of a shame of, oh, you know, Ben had this great thing and he screwed it up. Look at him. But the great thing you mean with your job or the, or the great yeah, thing? Yeah, he had this great job and, and he, you know, and he didn't have to go and he did it because he's so stupid. And like, I'm always imagining. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I totally say, but I, I, for me, it's the opposite, right? I, I, when I hear your story, I'm just like, fuck, that's so cool. Oh, really? Yeah. No, because also, I don't know if it is because I'm a freelance person by heart. Like, I think that's who I am. Uh, and an entrepreneur, like, I want to do my own things. So when I hear people do that, and especially when it's for me it's not that difficult because i've always been but for someone who might who it is difficult for to take that step and also you have kids and i mean mm. i don't have that so for me it's only me and myself that i need to support and i can survive on very little because i've done it before and yeah so i for me i think it's super impressive and i don't see it as a no matter what happens, like no matter if you get your Netflix show and earn shitloads of money or <laughs> not, I think it's uh, uh, really impressing that you, you're you jumping and you're doing it. And, and yeah. Thank you for saying that because I, unlike you, I have been an employee at heart <laughs> <laughs> for all these years and I'm kind of freaking out. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's cool. And I think you should just like, that is the feeling that you should cling on to that you're doing this and you're doing it with uh, the same amount of uh, energy as you did uh, for like as an employee but now you're doing it for yourself you're building something that you it's gonna gain you uh not not some other person who is gonna take 50 percent of what you bring to the company mm -hmm. did you hear that <laughs> sir sir <laughs> <laughs> yeah no so uh, uh yeah that's what I think. <laughs> that was one called for. <laughs> Sorry, you've been great to me, but I, I have really enjoyed working for you. It's been an amazing ride. <laughs> I also so it's so wonderful that you think he's gonna listen to this. I know. <laughs> it's like I don't think he gives a fuck about our podcast, but yeah. If you do, sir, I was happy too. And so if you want me back, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> sir, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. What you just heard is episode five of How to Comedy, a podcast where you get to follow Ben and Clara as they pursue their respective comedy careers at the up and coming English comedy scene in Zurich, Switzerland. And if we would have followed. Harry the Mansplainer's advice on how to start this show, you would have not have heard it from us until now. Duh. Bon, Sacha, est-ce que tu sais ce que c'est un comique? Non. Tu sais pas ce que c'est un comique? Non. <laughs> this podcast was produced by Tink and Media. Euh, tu sais quand tu m'as vu faire des spectacles? Oui. Tu te souviens? Et qu'est-ce que je faisais à ces spectacles? 
Tu parlais. Je parlais et les gens, ils faisaient quoi Ils rigolaient. <rire> T'es sûr Ou ils étaient juste en train de sourire Ils étaient en train de rigoler. Ok. Et c'est ça un comique Ok. C'est quoi un comique alors C'est quelqu'un qui fait... Des spectacles. Des spectacles pour faire... Récolter les gens. Voilà. If you don't want to miss the next comedy shows or perhaps join in on Ben's and Clara's next gig here in Zurich, make sure to follow us on Instagram at at howtocomedy. In one word. And I hope to see you back here next Wednesday. 